0: As we record this, we're about a month away from the 2022 midterm elections. We've delved into specific races that are pivotal to the election. We juxtapose the two candidates out of Pennsylvania. And today we wanna talk about the Republican candidate out of Arizona and how in a recent radio interview, he had to explain how the gender pay gap is a myth to a female cop who otherwise would vote for him, according to her. And it leads us down an interesting trail, the trail of, are some candidates too smart for their constituencies? We're going to get into that. It's going to be a very interesting conversation. And then we're going to talk about how in these tumultuous economic times, there is the torture of living paycheck to paycheck How to avoid that why it's important to avoid that for the overall goal and your betterment for your future let's get into it yo this is hanging with apes an audio apes podcast real talk real topics no limits audio apes music with no boundaries What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, Type in audio apes and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five star review. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So the continuous themes as of late have been economics midterms economics midterms economics midterms because that is really what where we're at right now in the nation uh, yeah. uh we're on the we're in tough economic times the job market is still good but it, pretty much everything else is very tough economic times And it all is very much correlated with the midterms. Um, Why are the midterms so important? Because they could be the measure to stop or at least keep at bay the current radical administration that we have in the White House. So all of these things they're they're very important and uh, you know we've been we've been covering them we've been I feel like we've been getting more and more in depth about these issues as the weeks go on and um, it's 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 a month away the midterms are a month away
1: yeah what's crazy though is part of the Fed's trying to fight inflation is they need layoffs and the interest rates. Like, kind of will affect that at some point. So, even though the jobs report is, is, or the jobs reports are, are, have been good, at some point, companies are going to start being like, oh, we need to start reevaluating shit yeah. and changing shit up. So, even that, if you pay attention and you see what the feds are trying to do, um I mean, they won't say it because obviously that's like, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. But th- that definitely is, uh, something that will come and so even that is not really like a good a good jobs report is not necessarily good good news if you know what's coming and if you pay attention so not not to say that you know i don't want to be a doom and gloom ass dude but like you know just a realistic ass because like it, it it reminds me of the stuff you're talking about uh with Blake with masters like sometimes people like they 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 don't really do the due diligence of kind of understanding what's to come. Yeah. Therefore, like, they're, like, they're the worst chess players ever. Yeah. Like, you should be a few steps ahead in life in the sense of, like, even if you're not where you want to be, you should at least have an idea of the next few steps you're taking to get to where you want to be. Therefore you analyze whatever situation is at hand. And I even think that with that type of, you know, analytical prowess, right? Like to to actually look at how the things that are important and what your next four or five steps are. I don't even think these, these uh, midterms would be even that close to be honest, because, um, the pain that is about to come economically, is is one that that could have been avoided and that could have been um even even uh before biden when they printed all that money even even though that happened and that was during trump's era i feel like the biden administration dropped the ball on everything when it came to (laughs) Uh, geopolitics when it came to uh, politics here at home, when it came to gas, because uh, even that is not a real number. Like th- you're messing with the number of, of 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 the gas prices by first of all going into your own reserves, secondly not taxing it, so like doing a temporary tax cut on it. So this is all like really fake numbers on gas, which will eventually have to go up unless we uh, unless they work out a deal, but that's where the geopolitical situation falls in hand is like well, you don't do a very good job of talking to other nations or bargaining or even having any amount of respect f- for from the people that you need right now, yeah, and so d- these are the times you see that this is why leadership is an important um you know, I don't know, thing to run the country, right. <laughs> If you're going to run the country, you ought to be a good leader. And so that alone should... should uh, abortion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so abortion, abortion. All right, all right, cool. And even then, it's like, again, we talked about it last week. When shit is so painful, you know, the abortion shit, that can take care of itself if someone... Comes up with a good enough argument to take to the courts and to go to take to the Supreme Court. Like that—that's how you do it, right? That's how anything's done. And so that—that that takes time. And that's like, what do you want? What do you? <laughs> I don't understand. And then, but on the same token, though, then you see how stupid some of these Republicans are, where they'll be like, "Wow, well, like for what you believe in, because because like the uber conservatives, they really do believe they—they they say you know they don't believe in abortion." And that's fine. Um, but you need to understand that this is an issue that obviously did affect a bit
0: when it came to the polling. So Quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. I mean, the Republicans have lost every special election since that that decision if, uh, came down from the, the, the Supreme Court. Yeah. The Dobbs decision. And who was the guy who was like, oh, well, let's just... Go out, Lindsey Instagram.
1: like you stupid fuck. Sit your ass down. For once, be a strategist, and like just be be real. Like, if the polling says hey me, people take this, this shit serious, maybe at the t- at the time is not the time to talk about it and focus on the primaries. Because because yeah. even whatever the fuck you think you're gonna do, you ain't gonna do if if these guys win or or uh, lose rather, right? Yeah.
0: If your side loses, but um. And you give yourself, you give yourself, such a. It, it looks so bad because now the 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 calling card that the left can use is, oh, you see, we don't want them to get the house and we don't want them to get the senate because they're gonna vote they're gonna vote for this. Yeah. And and now if, if you you're really pushing the abortion issue to the forefront. It, it it's almost like suicide it it's almost a, as if he's trying to sabotage yeah. the midterms because it's one of those things where it's like you're putting that issue to the forefront so now people are like damn we really don't want a republican house and we though i mean the ones who that issue is important to them we don't want a republican house and we don't want a republican senate because it they're gonna pass that. Now granted the president's not gonna sign it, yeah. but they're right there. They're at they're at the border. Yeah. And then if there's a Republican president, then he might sign it. Yeah. And now it, it just you're making you're making the case for Republicans so much harder. And that's why the, the it was the best thing for and McConnell did good, I would say, when he said, like, yeah, we think that it should be state by state. Like that was good that he said that. Yeah. And your argument is good enough by itself. Like, when you have a good argument, and the argument by itself does the job,
1: right? Um, not a Sotomayor, um, she just passed the Supreme Court. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Even she knew it was a good argument, a constitutional argument in the sense that Roe v. Wade probably will get overturned. She even knew that. So if your argument is so good that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is saying yeah no it's it's good then shut the fuck up and let it happen it happened yes, you did already yeah and 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 that's leave it leave it be yes like your
0: argument yeah he's a moron yeah. it's so stupid it's so stupid everybody that was up there at that press conference at that podium is a moron to me it's like it's like
1: in this case it's like um winning a game but then like like, just rubbing it in someone's face is, oh, no, but, you know, and, and then still trying to argue. You won the game already. Literary. Go home. The next game will be next time. And, and there's no reason for you to, to, to keep arguing about this. And so, um, especially during these times. And, again, there's literature that talks about politics and talks about when and when to talk about stuff it, it and when it not to. It made him look
0: like an utter moron.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so to me that's like that's that's not very smart. That's not very smart and and it, it it goes to show that not only the left is very like out of touch, but the right can be out of touch too.
0: Yeah, big time.
1: And so it's a reminder of like you know, never 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 be okay with the status quo if it means that like motherfuckers start getting out of touch.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what's so great about the candidate that we're about to cover, Blake Masters, because that's a guy who's not out of touch. Like, you could tell he's sharp, he's in tune, and we need less Lindsey Grahams and more Blake Masters. Yeah. So, a, a little bit of, of the backdrop for what we're going to talk about in this particular segment. Blake Masters is running against Mark Kelly in Arizona for the Senate seat. Mark Kelly is Democrat. Blake Masters is Republican. Mark Kelly was an astronaut. Uh, Blake Masters comes from the tech world. He's real close, uh, like really good friends with Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel, you'll know uh, as one of the early investors in Facebook. Um, So that's their background as, as candidates. Mark Kelly has been the senator for Arizona blake masters wants to unseat him and obviously take that spot that would add a senate seat for for republicans in arizona so from an article from a very radical left-wing media outlet which this is interesting this is very interesting because the person that we're about to talk about that called in to the radio show to ask blake masters that question You could tell that's a person that probably would not even be able to discern between media outlets. Like, oh, this media outlet is clearly a left-wing outlet. This media outlet is clearly a right-wing outlet. And, you know, it's interesting because sometimes, like, I take our skill to do that for granted. Like, I, I could read something and almost, like, within... Typically within, like, the first paragraph or two... I could already see like which way they want to like, if this is a, I mean, I already know many just by, by name, which are, which outlets are left wing, which outlets are right wing. But if it's a it's, if, if it's an outlet that I'm not familiar with, because you know, there's are, there are a lot of obscure ones out there. I could often tell just within, within the first two paragraphs and I think it it, it seems, especially in today's day and age, it seems to be a little bit of a skill set. And so this left-wing radical feminist outlet, Jezebel, it, uh, it, it talks about how Blake Master did the feminist cardinal sin of saying that the gender pay gap is a myth. Now, what is the gender pay gap for people that don't know what that is? I feel like a lot of our listeners would know what it is, but there are some people that may not know what it is. The gender the gender pay gap essentially is, it's this idea. It's really it's a myth and it's a a a, a feminist trope at this point. But what it essentially is is the idea that a man makes. For every dollar a man makes, women women make 70 or 75 cents for every dollar a man makes. Oh, men make more money than, than women. It's not fair. It's not fair. Uh, uh, patriarchy. But, and, and that statistic, that part of a statistic is true when you factor in all of men and all of women. When you compare men and women that do the exact same job... That's not true. In yeah. fact, it's illegal. Like you can't do that. Like you can't pay somebody less just because they're a different gender. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how stupid this trope is. It's yeah. it's like, yes, yeah, so you, if you're generalizing, like for instance, if I take 100 men that are construction workers and 100 women that work at Dunkin' Donuts, yes, the men are gonna make more money, but they're not doing the same job. It's yes. two totally yeah. different jobs. So that's how that typically works. And the reason why men tend to make more is because men tend to work longer hours. They're more willing to work longer hours. They're more willing to sacrifice time away from their family. And a big one is men typically work more dangerous jobs. That is what Blake Masters said. Blake Masters said at some sort of event at one point that men typically work more dangerous jobs. So while blake masters was on a tucson arizona radio show he was being interviewed a lady calls in now this lady she prefaces her question by saying that she's a lifelong republican she's a lifelong republican so with things as polarized as they are right now and you're a lifelong republican things are so polarized and tribal it should be no question for who you're going to vote for but to her It is a question, and in fact, she doesn't know, according to her, I don't know if I'm going to stay home or vote for you, she tells Blake Masters, because of what he said when he said that women don't work dangerous jobs. Now, he never said that. He never said that women don't work dangerous jobs. What he said is men tend to work more dangerous jobs. Yes. Two totally different things, but... It doesn't stop there. It's about her though. And this, it is, it's about her. And this is, this is why sometimes a, a, a candidate could be too smart for their constituency. So she doesn't compartmentalize. She doesn't look at it as a general statement. She decides to take it very personal, this lifelong Republican. And she says, well, I'm a cop and I put on a ballistic vest every day and I go to work. So then, you know, he clearly wasn't talking about you, Duh. but yet, <laughs> dummy. Y- this was enough to make you not know who you're going to vote for because you're looking at this so personal. He clearly wasn't talking about you. And so what he tells this lady is, well, thank you for your service. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but your male counterparts make what you make the same amount of money that you make. Yeah. And she didn't say anything because it's true. Because guess what? If you work the same job, it's illegal to pay somebody <laughs> more just because they're a man. So now, the uh, he goes on to explain the myth of the gender pay gap. And he, he pretty much explained it the way that I just explained it a few minutes ago. And it's so crazy to me that we live in a time where there is unlimited information like I, I would imagine easily 80% of like the world's knowledge is accessible on your phone i'm i'm sure there's some archives out there that are not accessible you know on your phone but i would i would venture to say 80% of the accumulative knowledge that we have right now I, as as a as, as a human species is 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 available on here yeah. and and this guy who's so advanced has to stop to explain something like that
1: that's uh god awful I have no hope for humanity anymore and so part of me believes that so I, I try not to get in these mode of thoughts because i it's very I don't. I don't want to say I'm. I'm being judgy, but I don't want to sound like a Mr. Goody Two Shoes or not. Not Goody Two, but like oh, I'm too good for for people. But um, this is what makes me not feel hope a lot of times. <laughs> like when it comes to voting and and like where the the country is heading to is like people like her.
0: Like to me, that's so stupid. Like yeah. that's not even like an issue based gripe that yeah. you have with someone yeah that's like literally to me that's almost the equivalent of like oh i didn't like this the tie that guy had so i'm not voting for him because his tie was i don't like that color tie it, it it's almost on par with that yeah yes it's like you know you're a cop you know you work a dangerous job yeah. he's clearly not talking about you but yet you're making this man waste time out of his va- very valuable campaign pivotal seat in the Senate to explain the the most rudimentary shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like think about moments in history like
1: there that, that someone could have got offended. Like what <laughs> what if like like I don't know fucking Winston Churchill's general for Operation Dynamo he said, you know what? I was gonna send those people on the boat, but you offended me with that, so I just told them to go home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then it didn't happen.
1: Say like, what? Did, what the fuck are you talking or, or like, about? Or,
0: or like, I remember. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Um, it's a Michael Moore movie. I want to say, is it Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit nine one one. I want to say where Maybe. he, yeah, where he talks about September eleventh. And uh, in that movie, he shows the clip of when George W. Bush gets uh, word from a Secret Service agent that, yeah. that the Twin Towers have been hit, yeah. and he's at a school, like it's like a, 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 a like a story time for kids, and he's reading them a book. Yeah and uh, well nowadays story times for kids involve drag queens but back then it was with presidents <laughs> but oh how times have changed but so he was reading a book and then the secret service agent came and whispered something in his ear and he just he's just like you could tell he looked shocked but he's just like he's just staying there yeah and i remember michael moore he criticized bush for doing that like number 1 for all you know, the Secret Service agent told him to stay still. Yeah. Because, like, the country's being attacked. This is the main guy we need to protect right now. Sir, please, I'm going to tell you something that's very awful. Yeah. Just stay seated. We're, we're creating a perimeter. Like, you don't know what they, that man told yeah. him. But, yeah. like, that's, like, the main package. But it's just so funny because I imagine if, like all of that america first and and patriotism didn't pop off because bush was like oh well you guys you know you guys said that i was just sitting there so like i don't i don't feel like doing anything like i i don't feel like <laughs> like you know defending the nation i'm offended or, or so going much going after the terrorists like it's like that's it's the world we're living yeah. in with, with with constituents it's like dude this is what's bothering you
1: yeah I, part of me believes, I, well, part of me wants to believe that she was, like, m- sent to s- s- have that question.
0: Well, he, I mean, if that was the case, like, he just destroyed her, though. Yeah, like, yeah. He, like, because he, I mean, he explained it, like, so precise and crisp. Yeah, that was, that was a master class explanation,
1: and uh, she really had nothing to say after that. She was, all right, cool. Well, his name is Blake Masters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she was, all right, well, I guess I'm voting for you then. (laughs) That's what she should have said after that. But, like, sometimes, because you do get a lot of those questions, like, during presidential campaigns, too. It's like, what the fuck? These questions they're more they're rooted stupid. yeah yeah they're like rooted in they say there's no stupid questions yeah yeah no but
0: whoever said that is stupid
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah cuz it's like sometimes the questions asked during campaign trails it's like so identitarian at times yeah
0: it's and like me, it, it, as it's a woman,
1: me, me me yeah what should i or me as a black man or me as a american a mexican american like How about you as a motherfucker that needs to get paid or some shit like that? Why does it have to be, like, specific Uh,
0: um, when things... It's like, sir, I'm I'm a one-legged, (laughs) one-eyed, black woman transsexual. What is in your policy for one-eyed, one-legged, black women transsexuals? What is... It's like, "Oh, well, Bitch, I'm, sorry. I'm glad you asked that you question." Have no hope. I'm glad you asked that question. I have I have if if you look here on on my plan, like like it's like, "No, there's there's nothing for you." But a candidate can not say that, but I'm sure in the back of their head it's like, "I have nothing for you." Like, there's nothing for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like they try, like they have like a noble attempt. They're like, well, no, I'm glad you asked that question."
0: And then it's just like silence is like Shit. She's like, I have a I 10 point plan uh, to address you. I'd have to have like a thousand point plan. Yeah. Or like- <laughs> and so,
1: and so it's like, you have to understand that the bigger gears are working. And so the way I look at government is like, let me worry about what I have to worry about. Cause not all problems can be solved by the government. If, right. if anything most of my problems have to be solved by myself and the government should just do their job facilitate what they have to facilitate uh, and 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 really that's it like and then otherwise be hands off so so I can't blame anybody if I'm on a wheelchair can't blame anybody if I'm blind I can't blame anybody if I got in a car accident and I can't, I could barely wa- like well these are issues that I have that I have to deal with. And everybody has different issues. And so sometimes I feel like but, people but, personalize But at their- least
0: those issues that, that you explained are real issues. This lady is calling in about something that's not a real issue. Because yeah. like, your gripe is that he, this man might have said he didn't say that. But your gripe is that you don't know you're going if you're going to vote for this guy because he might have said that women don't work dangerous jobs. Knowing that you're a woman that works a dangerous job, you—that's this is a non-issue. Like, yeah. the, you know you were like, the fact, but to me, what I'm trying to understand is, like, the mindset of somebody that <laughs> has, ha, like, ha, it's almost as if you don't have a grasp on your reality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but then
1: if you look at the geopolitical position of Arizona, it's in between Cali and Texas. So I feel like the people that are like, I ain't trying to deal with Cali move to Arizona, fuck it up. They don't get to Texas. And so if you, if you just see like how it is, it's like blue kind of battleground and then red. And so I think what we're seeing too in Arizona is just like, just some of the, "Quote unquote but, riffraff
0: of the." I, I understand that yeah. overall, but with this particular lady, she says that she's a lifelong Republican. Yeah. So that's what's scary. It's like it, it's almost as if you see that the left banking off of identity politics is starting to work. Yeah. Or I, or it's been working. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think the biggest marker that it, that it's been working is during a quote unquote pandemic the George Floyd lootings happened and that was cool and the virus didn't go th- you know it didn't affect anybody cuz it's very woke and so I was like wow <laughs> but uh but uh but a Trump rally that's a super spreader so then you start seeing wow this identity politics not really by itself, but coupled with the fact that 24 seven, the news is just like hammering that shit home. It will take a toll and it will have an effect on people and it will make them feel a certain way. Whether you're a woman, whether you're a minority, whether you're white, whether whatever the fuck you're going to feel some sort of way. And so the scariest part about it to me is if that shit starts catching on, on the Republican side. Which because it can. in, in
0: a way, it, it it did with this lady. Yeah,
1: yeah. And that's like a small level. But if you start getting motherfuckers to be like... But what is she uh, uh,
0: a, um, a microcosm of, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, is she representative of oh, a bigger group of people that feel similar? Like, how many, wom- how many women... That would have voted Republican otherwise, but they heard this comment and it like just sent them to a place where, oh, I don't know if I'm going to vote that day for this guy. When it's like, well, what about all the fentanyl that's coming in through Arizona? What about the horrible wave of illegal immigration that's coming in through that state yeah what about taxes what about border control like what about all of these issues that that state is facing and like this is what like yeah yeah you know
1: (laughs) but that's that's where uh that's where again that's why we're at where we're at right now when it comes to to the polling and it being close even though you were uh uh, in pre-production you were you were showing me that uh I think uh, Georgia was starting to lean a little bit.
0: Yeah, so in the red. so uh, the website that that I looked at, uh, two seventy to win, and uh, I'm sure five thirty eight has it the same way, but they have Nevada and Georgia as tilt blue currently, but. Every poll that was taken in September favored the Republican candidate for Senate Laxalt. We're talking about the Senate race. We're not yeah. talking about governorships. Yeah. It, laxalt um in in Nevada and and Georgia. I know uh Herschel Walker's been doing very good lately. So both of those should be tilt red, which if the election was held today that would put the republican seats at 51 and the the democrat seats at 49 which was i don't know if you remember some weeks ago was my prediction for the senate 51 49 Mm -hmm. i i would love blake masters to win uh it seems like it, it like he's like very behind in in the polling um Which is weird to me, though, because he's behind, but Kerry Lake for governor is ahead. Yeah, and like, who's gonna? I don't know who is out there gonna vote for Kerry Lake for governor, but not for Blake Masters for the Senate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Are there people
0: that are gonna vote for Kerry Lake, but then vote for Mark Kelly for the Senate? Like, you don't get what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: How 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 does that even? work so that that's sort of interesting and while dr oz and and we covered the dr oz versus fetterman uh uh, very well the other day that's a, a very interesting campaign and and he is starting to run i would say a great campaign at this point yeah from his interviews the 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 ads that he's been putting out the fact that he's constantly challenging Fetterman, hey, fam, let's debate, let's debate, let's yeah. debate. And, like, dude is, like, dodging. If Fetterman doesn't want to debate until, like, late October, like, when, like, all the early voting it has, like, popped off and stuff like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Scary.
0: So, so he has the capacity. I feel like Oz right now does have the capacity to, to beat Fetterman. Yeah even I, I think he has a better chance even than than what the poll show Blake Masters has in Arizona but i don't trust Pennsylvania after the 2020 election i don't i don't trust them as a state and yeah. so i'm i feel real funky about about that particular race so that's why cuz cuz if if not for that i would say 52 49 and it, maybe it'll change closer to election day but my current prediction is is 51 for I mean 50, it would be 5248. my current prediction is 51.49 um and if and if uh uh Blake Masters could get a, a Dale ex machina moment then we could possibly see 53 47 but yeah. now we're not going to get more than that it 53 will be the max seats for Republican. I don't think New Hampshire's even like it I don't think New Hampshire's in the question.
1: Yeah. How's Ohio looking?
0: It's better. Ohio's looking yeah. better. Uh Wisconsin's looking decent. Uh uh North Carolina is looking good. I'm not really too worried about those places. I don't think Trump needs to go to any of those places. Yeah. Um well he went to Ohio already. I don't think he needs to go back over there. He just was in Georgia. Georgia needs him uh Georgia Pennsylvania Arizona and Nevada and uh well I remember I I, I tweeted that uh not long ago I'm like deploy Don E.T. to those these four yeah places and you'll, you'll be good that that's where that's where he's needed um I feel I still feel like he could give a big bump if he announces that he's running like mid-october like yeah. two weeks from now if he's like He's like, yeah, I'm gonna run. I think that would give like a big energy bump.
1: Yeah, because and then the FBI will find a reason because, because, to stop him.
0: <laughs> because my thing is, my thing is, right now I feel like energy wise, the Democrats, I feel like they're maxed out on energy. Like though the abortion thing has given them their energy. Yeah, and luckily that it's happened a while ago, so maybe it's starting to wean a little bit. Republicans still are energized so he could like give those maybe those undecided people um but yeah that that's that's where it's at right now uh i i'm I'm real iffy with uh, with Arizona and 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 uh Pennsylvania
1: yeah now do you think personally for him does it bode
0: well for him to do it before or after? What does it matter? What's the difference? What 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 difference is it gonna make?
1: I guess the way the way they've been going after him, he's like, uh, everyone won. All right, we're 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 we've taken over.
0: Yeah, I'm running for president. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know.
1: So so it's like uh, to a certain extent.
0: I mean, they wouldn't have the power to stop these investigations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even like, let's say, let's say it's, even if it's 53 Republican senators and, 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 uh, I don't know, two, 240 something in the house Republicans, there's, that's not like, yeah. you can't, what you don't, you still don't have the power to stop yeah whatever BS investigation they have going on.
1: And in my opinion, it's like, you have nothing to lose at this point. At the end of October, there's not much people could do. Really what you're doing is you're securing what you can going into 2024.
0: And, and the other so. thing, the other thing too, I guess it is, it is a strategy call because the, the thing is, I feel like they're still as crazy as this is going to sound. They're still to a degree holding back on him because since they don't know if he's going to run, it's like you could deploy all these resources and, towards this guy and then he might at the end be like oh but well, i'm not even running and then it's yeah. like damn like we just we literally like wasted all this time and money focusing on this guy yeah. because they have that's all these motherfuckers know to talk about you've you've been you've been focusing on this guy so much and then desantis is like oh but i'm running you know and yeah. then it's like oh damn and then now we're not even yeah like we're not prepared for that you know so i i don't know i if
1: If he does run, who's scarier, 2016
0: or pre-2016 Trump or pre-2024 Trump? Oh, the 2024 Trump is... I mean, scarier in what sense? To the left. Oh, 2024 Trump. Like, th- this, this is a Trump with of vengeance. Like, this yeah. cover, like, it's gonna... Well, he would have been... And they knew it. <laughs> yeah. He It would have been a, with a vengeance in 2020 had he had won. Yeah. And that's why they, they weren't gonna allow it. And that's part, like, in the back of my mind, why I believe that they would not allow it going forward. Because they're scared of that like like that's gonna be and then now with the capacity to have a gang of motherfuckers that are 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 with you like this is not this is not uh well i mean i can't say that kevin mccarthy is much better but i was gonna say this is not a uh Uh, 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 a Paul Ryan. This yeah. is not a Paul Ryan house. No, I mean Kevin McCarthy is not much better. But but it's you got a lot more Trump likes in, in the the house now yeah. than you did back then.
1: Yeah, yeah. So and so, and it's like that the the fact that we banned you everywhere and you still have power. Crazy. So, so it's like fuck. How can it be? Like we we crazy. did everything. We can't. We canceled him. Crazy.
0: How and, is and, he and, doing this? Mean, and now, yeah. like the the all the mini Trumps that have come up, and then and then you know the crazy thing, like how likable Carrie Lake is, and it might be like the the woman vote also that's helping her. Trump m- mess around and pick her as his vice president, and like now. Now now you're talking about as a, a a scary Republican party for the left because now you got like a woman so you can't say oh anti you like you really like lose that argument wholeheartedly yeah. and this is not like a Sarah Palin this is this lady is like she's greater than Sarah Palin in the sense that like well. Like I was a news anchor. I'm I'm a career woman. Like yeah. this is, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. I, this is not like uh, not that she doesn't have a family and she don't love her family, but she, she she's she's no, known explain. for for like being a career woman. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sarah yeah. Palin always like kind of kind of showed herself in the light of like oh well I'm a Motherly, family woman. Yeah, yeah family this woman. This lady shows her like like no like I was a news anchor. I'm this. I'm that. So like even like the metropolitan women. Yeah it's like you have nothing to use against him yeah. you have nothing yeah. none of your none of your tropes none of none of your 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 half-baked arguments none of your um intellectual uh uh, uh fallacies will work because she she covers all the bases yeah and as a vice president with her energy cuz she is like
1: she's with the shit's she has that masculine energy, yeah. And as a vice president, that works. Maybe, maybe wouldn't resonate as much if she ran for president.
0: No, but as a vice I, I president, more as a vice president. Yeah. yeah,
1: But but as a vice president, like shit, amazing. And then another thing too is like, if if they just are not allowing Trump in whatever capacity, you've already created. It's almost like you you cloned yourself. Yeah, because like, what? Well, okay, oh wow, we didn't get Trump. We got Ron DeSantis. Boo hoo for us. <laughs> we got Ron DeSantis. Right. So, what the fuck? You... So, at this point, it's like it's interesting because it's like the midterms now. They're they're basically and, and just honestly, about here.
0: Honestly, I feel like Ron DeSantis from how he governs. I feel like he would be more heavy-handed than Trump. Oh yeah. Like cuz cause, cause like one thing like about Ron DeSantis and I even I mean it's good because it's like uh, on the the right side of things, but with Ron DeSantis he does things that like Trump wouldn't do like for instance with the with the whole virus thing like he he was fining businesses for having mask mandates. Yeah. Now granted I don't agree. I don't agree with with the government finding businesses that don't have mask mandates like yeah. how they were doing in Chicago. No, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I just I'm the way I am is like very libertarian. Like, well, you're, it's your business. Do how you want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was heavy handed in the opposite direction. Yeah. Like, no, if you have a mask mandate, we're gonna find you. So I feel like he would be like like very heavy-handed going to the right.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which, which... I, I At think, times
1: could be dangerous, but at times it's like, it's what you
0: need because it's like to y- fight. Y- it's what y'all created. Yes. This is what y'all yeah. did. Y'all did this. Like, this guy, like, he wouldn't even, like, be able to sprout if if not for the environment yeah. that the left created. And, it, uh,
1: like, obviously because Trump doesn't really hold a place in office right now, uh, you're seeing Ron DeSantis... Always on the forefront of getting doing some gangster ass shit. Yeah. Like, nah, fuck that. We're gonna do this. Uh, oh, all right, Mar- Martha's Vineyard. Let's fucking <laughs> let's send these motherfuckers here. Uh, oh yeah, Disney. Fuck. Now, I don't think Trump would have did here.
0: nothing like that. The no. Martha's Vineyard. Oh hell thing? no.
1: And so and so like it's it's crazy. Like this motherfucker said, all right, Disney, goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. You want to get on that woke shit? Goodbye. And so. This is a guy who clearly doesn't give a fuck. Like his, he's like Fifty Cent. Yeah, <laughs> Fifty Cent on a run, so it's like, man, you you do need that, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, what at this point the left is fucked. Yeah,
0: because like, they it, don't know who they're going already, against. There's already articles I've seen here and there. Like with a titled, you know something along the lines of how Ron DeSantis could be worse than Trump like (laughs) shit like that Like because because they don't know, you know, they they don't know how much Coverage to dedicate to him.
1: Yeah And so Trump is just gonna have to strategize and see
0: like well Do I want to do this do I not want to do this? It looks like he wants to do it. He wants to do it There's no question about that. It's just and I believe that he even will do it. I yeah. I believe that. Yeah. I I just I I just don't know when he'll announce, and I don't know if they'll allow it, like yeah. if they allow it to happen. You know, because man, these motherfuckers are dirty. Yeah, like, they're dirty. <laughs> like that's this, and, and and so yeah. I have such a foul taste in my mouth that that's why I'm very concerned about Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so. I who knows? Who knows? we shall see november the wild thing is the wild thing is like for instance the to today um the election was held in brazil yeah and so it's going to go to a runoff so bolsonaro B- 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 versus lula it is going to go to a runoff at least according to the last news that i read and and all the votes have been counted that's Brazil, that's South America. All the votes have been counted. Yeah. One day. The way that an election should be. <laughs> that's how an election should be. Like you you know, I and, and that's the thing that that that's so worrisome to me. Like, are we gonna have that shit in Maricopa County again in Arizona? Oh, well, we're waiting on more votes. In Pennsylvania, oh, we're waiting on how this is the United States. How is Brazil and South America able to have a more sophisticated election than us? Well, yeah. And one day they know, all right, neither of them, neither of the candidates broke the 50% threshold. There's going to be a runoff yeah. in October, but we know, we know what's going to happen yeah. next. Not this. Oh, well, we're still waiting on more votes. We don't know. We don't know what's out there. It's, it's so crazy.
1: And then, and then to like what shit is going to pop off in 2023 or 20 yeah 2023 going to 2024 like what uh, what like the virus times two or what What like what do you guys have
0: on your sleeves now like it's like Joe Biden's gonna come out he's like yo we're dropping our next misstake the virus deuce <laughs> 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 like, like, Monk-pocalypse now. <laughs> I was like, what?
1: What is this? And it was like, that's, if some shit like that pops off, I'm going to be like, oh, wow, this shit is by design. If some shit like that really does pop
0: off, I'll be like, wow. I wouldn't be surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised if people buy into it again. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. <Jeez. laughs>
1: Don't even speak like that. Yeah, because like, at that point, it's like this ain't. This is not Dude, a coincidence. Did, did you
0: see? Did you see that video? It's circulating. Before we go into the next segment, did you see that video? It's circulating, where this lady she she developed Bell's palsy, which that's what Justin Bieber developed after he got the jab. Yeah. People say, "Oh, there's no way you can. You know for sure it's from the jab," which is true. There's no way that we definitively know it's from the jab, but a bunch of people that took the jab are developing this yeah and and there's no other rational explanation for it. So this lady did a video. she developed it the paralysis in her face, just half of her face. yeah. and she said the wildest shit she said, but it's worth it because this is what we have to do. So it was like her developing Bell's palsy paralysis in half of her face yeah. to her was worth it. So, for so, the vax, so she's for the, for the jab.
1: Yeah, so so she's accepting that that
0: it could have possibly been. Oh yeah, she is. She believes that it was from it, but oh. she, but she, but it's worth it to her. Oh, you're dumb.
1: Like, no, <laughs>
0: she insane. was probably the one that asked, dude.
1: Blake Masters that question. <laughs>
0: That's probably who it was. <laughs> That's insane, though. Like, but that, but that shows you right there that if they tried the virus, Deuce, like, people are going to buy into it again. Yeah. It's back. It's because you guys didn't wear your mask the first time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, research shows that when people stopped wearing the mask, it took two years, and look at where we're at now. That's like, shut the fuck up.
0: It went and- on vacation. It needed a break, Yeah. but it's back now.
1: <laughs> it's back. The sequel is here. No, but it's like, in the grand scheme of things, this is a lesson learned because... What happened? Like what, what did apocalyptic things happen? No, not, not from the, not from the virus itself from the government. Yes. Government overreach, tyrannical shit where, where like you were forced to medically do shit and you, and and the government showed not like, no, I'm your daddy and you're going to do what I say. And so that's what
0: it exposed. Did you see that? Well, I don't know how true this is. I didn't look up, look it up. I literally just saw it briefly as I was doing research on Twitter. But sperm banks are apparently paying like four hundred percent more for unvaxed sperm. Damn, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's wild. So, so they call it liquid gold. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid gold.
1: Yeah. So shit. Yeah, cause I, I I don't know. It's 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 uh, it's crazy looking looking back at it. It's like man, all this, all, a lot of the stuff we're going through is because governments just ran rampant. Oh, you have to mask up. Oh, you have to jab. Oh, we're all gonna die. None of it happened, and mm. so none of it happened like they said it would.
0: Not even close to how yeah. they said it would.
1: Yeah, nowhere, nothing. Like, it, it was a big... I mean, to me, it's just like, it just shows there has to be drastic change in the way things are done. And you have to realize, like, you can't be fearful. Just in life in general, like, what, are we going to live in fear? If we're fucked, we're fucked. And, and, and if we're fucked, like, there's nothing we can do about it them little masks isn't yeah that's what i'm saying like that that, that shit
0: that's what remember that meme that was circulating it was the greatest meme where it was like a certain type of like really sophisticated gas mask for this type of thing like it's like for 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 gas a certain sophisticated oxygen mask for fire and then another one for something else and then for the deadliest virus known to man and it's just the little (laughs) the little uh, little cloth mask (laughs) I was like, come on, man. But uh, moving on to the next segment. In the previous segment, you talked about how you you see that the media is contributing to the perpetuation of identity politics. Yeah. So in pre-production, we were watching a video from Aaron Clary about the torture of living paycheck to paycheck. And he talked about in the video how marketing and consumerism is the main thing contributing to people living that way. And so I paused the video briefly to ask you the question, do you think that's the case, that marketing and consumerism is contributing to people living paycheck to paycheck? Essentially the same way that the media is contributing to people falling into the idea of identity politics and you said yeah like very definitively yeah you said yeah now i feel like those two things are worth comparing and and they're very similar in many ways because i always look at that stuff like well how are you not smart enough to see beyond it You get what I'm saying? Like, for instance, how are you not smart enough to see that you shouldn't buy a new car every year? How are you not smart enough to see that if you're making minimum wage, a Gucci belt buckle is probably not the best thing for you to buy? Just like, how are you not smart enough to see that the same identity politics that you're being sold... (laughs) You're being sold it by people that want your vote and do nothing for you. Like how how are you not smart enough to see these things? And how do you answer that? How do you why do you think people are not smart enough to see beyond those things?
1: Because we're being we're being taught from a young age uh, and conditioned, and so um, this stems from multiple facets of society. First of all, mas- masculinity obviously is under attack. That's one thing. And and if you don't think so, then how come like, I think, who was it? Somebody, I, I don't know what video I saw where it said like in, in the 1900s had this happened? Or in the 1800s? Oh, we're going to stop everything. You guys got to stop everything. People would have r- revolted. Yeah. That's not the case now. You'll just say, you know, you'll just do what you're told. And so just look at, just look at that. Like head of households are just okay with what's being taught in schools to their children. They're letting, they're allowing teachers to, you know, to tell them whatever they need to hear. That's going to condition them to be that way. Um, And even then the, the parents are trying to keep up with the Joneses because oh we gotta have the the truck and we gotta do this and and my kids gotta go to private school and so on, on multi on a multitude of societal segments you're seeing like a lack of of real understanding of how things work on a survival uh aspect and, and it's just like you're really just living for you and and uh and that that's and so I would look at that as like the de- deterioration of family and the de- deterioration of leadership in that family mainly and and that's like a a poison that's already been like festering it's not something that just it was overnight this is this is probably almost already what close to a hundred years of like downward trend, you know? Like you look at each generation, it's gotten worse. And so it's like you teach us to be more emotional, right? Not to deal with shit. Oh no, 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 take a pill. Oh no no, take a pill. Oh no 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 talk to the therapist. Oh, oh no, no no. It's okay, it's okay to feel. Um Oh oh, 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 it's not your fault. Oh, oh, you're, oh, you're special. Oh, oh, everyone should get a trophy. Oh, oh my God, you're marginalized. Oh my, and it's like it's, there's all these excuses, and I understand. Is life peachy and fucking golden at all times? No, but at some point, at some point, you have to like figure it the fuck out, and and and, and no one owes you anything, and you're not owed anything. By 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 anybody, um, and and that and that's gone. So then, ergo, today with the heavy marketing of things, oh, the new Yeezys. You see people with Yeezys, you feel some type of way. Oh, I deserve this, instant gratification, instant gratification. Um, oh, um, what is it? Uh, marketing and and uh, consumerism, right? Yeah, and so. Now you're trying to take, now you're trying to take care of your pain with instant gratification. And like anybody that's lived knows how it feels like to buy the shoes you've always wanted. Like initially you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. And then you wear them and it's like, it's just regular shoes. I don't give a fuck what shoes you have. I've always liked Tim's. I like Yeezys. I like Jordans, you know. That shit, like, after... All right, go have them. It is what it is. Let's move along. What makes me happy is, oh, wow, I'm starting a new project. Oh, wow, I'm investing here. This is testing me, and, and, like, I'm growing. And that's really... Or, or, oh, hey, I took my parents out for their birthday. Like, we had a good conversation. You know, like, living a life. not uh, None of this consumerism, or none of this materialistic shit. And I'm not saying that it's bad, and don't buy shit, because like consumerism can also be looked at like, well, this is something to work for, right? like oh, yeah. I don't I don't have the money and I don't have the means to be able to buy me a fucking uh, Louis Vuitton outfit, but I'm gonna work very hard so that shit's not even an issue. Right. That's great. But now at that point you're're you're, you're working towards something. Bigger than whatever that Louis Vuitton thing. You, you're you
0: working on bettering yourself yeah.
1: to be able to get that.
0: And it, it becomes a byproduct of that work. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Rather than... It's not really like the thing that you're working for. You're working towards something bigger. But because you're working towards something... It, I look at it like stuff like that. Like, like when you invest in the stock market and like the your for every one of your shares it yields you a dividend yeah. it's like well obviously my investment and my goal is bigger but it's like this is like a nice little byproduct of being invested in in this particular company
1: yes yeah and if you know anything about advertisement or advertising it's like well it's heavily heavily pushed on men for, for uh, well In the history of it. I'm sure now... It's a little different. It's a little different. But... So you don't want to lose that segment. So now you have to have men accept certain things. And so you can't sell certain things... Or you can't push certain things... If you don't change the mind frame. And so I feel like that... In and of itself is is the... The difference. Like, you know... it's, It's sad to say, but again... I, we come from the south side of Chicago. We see what people are willing to do to, to just have nice things. Like, they won't... They'll have a super expensive outfit but still live in the hood and drive a hooptie. Yeah. You know, it's like, well... But you're not... You're doing this ass backwards. Yeah. Like, you got to get out the hood. You got to... So, people... People kind of, like, get to such a desperate mode to want to feel special or feel good or have status that they'll fucking, they'll, they won't make sense. Yeah, They won't go about it the right way. And so it's like, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely, again, ultimately I see what, what you were saying. We have the power of deciding what, what we want to do and how we're going to go about it. But this is the thing.
0: And I think we there's the power of being able to 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 a degree choose how things affect you. Like for instance, in the last segment, I talked about how I I, I read that article from Jezebel. That's a that's an outlet that I don't I don't agree anything with what they say yeah I don't agree anything with what they say, but it doesn't influence me like yeah. it's like oh okay, I see it and I disagree. the other day I was watching this uh oh I, I think I showed you the video as well I know I know I showed it to my dad because we were talking about it um uh, uh, this socialist YouTube channel where they were talking about how much they hate landlords and how awful landlords yeah, are yeah, and stuff yeah. like that that didn't influence me that didn't influence him like it's like you see it and you be like oh man this guy is crazy like this guy has no has no grasp on like w- the things that a landlord does yeah in in business you know what i'm saying so that's what I, that's what i mean like There's two different eras though
1: two different eras and add to that you sent me an article i didn't think we'd talk about it but i think that it actually should be mentioned because you sent me an article. I think yesterday or the day before, from CNBC. Yeah, the titles. I talked to seventy parents who raised highly successful adults. Here are four extreme things they did that made their kids confident, and I'll go over that right now. But what I will say is, in seeing the bullet points, our parents did a very good job. Yeah. Of of like
0: going over this list. I mean, uh, all four of these things. Yeah. 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 I would, I would agree with that hundred percent. Yeah.
1: And so obviously I'm not going to give the, all the credit to our parents because we're individuals and, and we, we make decisions, but I think that that is the stepping stones that, you know, those, those little bricks that you put the foundation that, that you make for your child to then be a person who's like, all right, these motherfuckers are goofy and they're jumping off this bridge I'm going to just walk down the stairs. If it takes a few steps. I'll be a little bit more tired, but I'll be alive, right? It ma- it makes sense because it's common sense, but obviously as as, as as we've seen more and more as we get older, is common sense ain't so common. But these are the four bullet points. So number one, they taught their kids to always be curious and ever fearful. Two, they gave their kids independence at a very, very young age. Three, they didn't pick their kids' passions. Which is funny. Quick, quick little uh, thought. So my, my, my parents took me out tea yesterday. Uh, I felt like doing that hibachi stuff because, man, this shit's delicious. So I was like, okay, like, all right, well, I will go there. And so I asked my parents. Uh, oh yeah, so you did send it to me yesterday because I was like, "Damn!" So that that sparked like a conversation. I was like, "What do you guys think that you guys did?" Great. Like, what do you think? And then and then and then my dad's like, "Well, I made sure that you guys were independent. I didn't want to raise you guys as the same people because you guys are different. So the way I told you things was different from the way I told your brother things was different. The way I told your sister things, and I tried not to." impose on on your thoughts like whenever i felt that there was holes in your argument i would i would contest it but i would kind of like let you still process things your way Mm -hmm. and have your own thoughts and then i would ask you and then like again we can have a debate but it's like i let everyone and and it is true because like me my brother and my sister are way different like but we're we're very independent and and like and we we, <laughs> it works. It just works because like everyone is successful, in their own way and in their own capacity, Yeah. which is crazy. Because like it's how the fuck? Because like it's it was not crazy, but it's just like t- how the different personalities still were able to find successes in their own fields. Yeah. And so it's like wow, that that that's pretty crazy. But anyway, that was number three. Number four, they shared their own struggles, and that was it. It was and four. A, it's yeah. four other points. Yeah. So, all four. I mean, I mean, me. The main ones for me was uh. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like my dad taught me to be curious, but my dad always just allowed me. Like I feel, because children ask a lot of questions. I've seen parents be like, all right, all right, all right. It's yeah. enough, enough. I never got that from my parents. Like, I asked questions all day. I was a very curious child. And and there was really not much fear. And so it was just like, well, you know, go ahead. And then and then if my brother might have been a little bit more fearful, my dad would be like, hey, let me push you to be less fearful. Um, so, so it was
0: like that, that that was practiced for, for me is definitely they gave me independence at a very very young age yeah like i i remember i was doing things at an eight like so early like so before so many people just people like like working and like the concept of earning money yeah. and going to places that people like might be like oh it's dangerous or whatever you know what i'm saying and and i i, I and, and i never felt Fear. I've always felt like yeah. oh, I like very capable, and that's one thing that that I felt like I always had is like that the the feeling of like oh, well, you're capable, you got it, you're good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That, but like the the things, the the, the situations you go through. Because- like I, I traveled internationally. <laughs> By myself at twelve years old, yeah. like 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 people hear that and they're like, oh my god, I don't even let my kid go to the store by himself. That's why I'm, like, oh yeah, but my, but my dad like he he was like, oh you know I'm gonna show you how to do it and yeah. then and then you're good and and like and I was nothing. Happened. I'm yeah. see hear me talking now. I'm <laughs> like, like you survive, but but no, but you know it, it's that stuff. But was so, your mom more protective than your dad? Oh yeah, I think moms naturally are are gonna. I I wouldn't say more protective because they were both protective. I would the word I would use is she was more fearful, like yes, like oh, like worried. Not if worried is the word. Like yeah. she'd be more worried. Versus my dad would be more like, ah, oh, no, he has it, he, he's got it. And yeah. maybe he was worried, but he didn't show it. Like, yes. he was like, you know, because... <laughs> <Fuck. you're> it <like, laughs> you better be okay. <laughs> like, no, no, he, he was good. But like, uh, but, uh, but no, and and, and and it was good. And so I, I see what you're saying, how like when you're raised like that, like, because think about it. Think about like what you would have to tell a kid to tr- be able to travel internationally. Well, obviously... Don't go with strangers, which should be second nature like it did something a kid should know yeah. but believe it or not, some kids go with strangers. so that's that's one thing so a, a kid has to be so capable and independent minded that that same degree of, of of capability and independence as they mature and as that capability and independence develops, I would imagine, that's a person that would not just be influenced by anything. Yeah. So they could see Don Lemon doing a dumbass monologue on CNN and be like, man, this shit is stupid, rather than, yes. oh, he's talking to me. I'm marginalized. I'm a person of color on the South Side of Chicago. No. Being a person of color on the South Side of Chicago, and I still know that there's this motherfucker saying it's fucking stupid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and Tucker Carlson from an elite family on the West Coast that is now a, a, a East Coast coastal elitist speaks more to what I'm going through in my life than Don Lemon, who maybe looks more like me, yeah. but really the reactuality is nothing like me. yeah. And I, and uh, Tucker Carlson, I refer to him as a coastal elitist simply and like geographically, yeah, not yeah, yeah, like yeah. his ideology.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, but it's true though, like, like, even interactions with children. I don't have kids, but when when friends have their kids around me or anything, I don't just like. I treat you like like a an adult. Yeah. I, I remember this kid was like, "Oh, hey, I want. Can you buy me these air fresheners?" I was like, "Well, what, what? like, well, hold on. You're telling me to buy you some air fresheners?" I was like, "What do I get in return? What? You, we could let's let's negotiate here," and I don't. I, I just nothing. want them. Yeah, I, I just want them. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. Like, what do you have? Like, what do you have to offer? Well, we can work this out. I, said, I got Hot Wheels. All right, cool. I want a Hot Wheel. Uh, and then you get nervous. I want two. I was like, no, no, no. Wait, hold up, hold up. You're gonna give. I gotta get you two air fresheners, which actually have five air fresheners in the packet so you have 10 air fresheners i get one car
0: i'm i'm just concerned like what kid wants air fresheners? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and is willing to give up his hot wheels for the air fresheners yeah. that's hey yeah. but man's
1: collects them so I, <laughs> so I was like all right well listen all right i got you uh, two cars all right cool all right we're well, we going to shake on it and then when we shook hands i was like we just shook hands this is a deal so like you have to be so sure enough i got my two hot wheels <laughs> <laughs> he got his air pressures so i was like but but it was like it was a great deal it was a great
0: deal the best deal <laughs> ever
1: <laughs> yeah so i was like hey i was like and, and then i was like yeah so that's how you make you know you, you don't ever you have to sacrifice something to get something right so you have to well what is it worth well you for you it was worth two little hot wheels I think I won on this one, but it is what it is. But it's like those little interactions are cool because it's like I would remember that if someone, someone's yeah, yeah, friend, you know, I was like, "Damn, I never thought about it that way." So then maybe with kids, I was like, at school, I might see this kid has hot chips. I have two peanut butter, jealous sandwiches. I want hot chips. Yeah. yeah. Hey man, I'll trade you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, all right, cool. And, and and those are the little skills and and traits that a person can develop. That ultimately can help them avoid, as they get older, living paycheck to paycheck because it's one of those things like we talked about, and and I mean I think it's pretty, I, to at least to an extent, common knowledge that that millionaires are made in recessions, yeah. and so we just entered the uh, the the third quarter of of of, of negative growth we are in a recession we've been in a technical recession things are starting to get uglier and uglier as time passes and so this would be the opportunity the time for somebody to not only stop living paycheck to paycheck but actually like get themselves to a point where there's excess but there's so many people and i feel like men have the capability more than women but i think where i see it, and and, and I'm, I'm speaking not just anecdotally, the data backs this up, but also, you know, I I, I, I just, it's something I observe heavily in the world around us. I, what I find is men, many men that are in relationships, you know, where they're living with somebody, cohabitating marriage, long-term relationship, whatever, whatever they have just as much hard time with money as women do yeah. like you know it, it because it, it's almost like the spillover from the woman yeah is on them and i'm speaking generally because there are women out there that are good with money but generally speaking it's like the woman wants this the woman wants that you know what i'm saying yeah, and and then i sometimes i look at like me and it's like you know i i do good. I, I'm blessed and everything like that. But I've never bought a new car in my life. A brand new car. I've never bought a brand new car in yeah. my life. To be quite honest with you, I probably never will. Like I always feel like I'd rather let somebody else take that depreciation hit. Yeah, you know and then I'll say? take
1: it yeah, a year you know? or two from now, and we get out it drives here.
0: like new. It yeah. rides like new. It looks like new. Like I and I just pay. I didn't pay yeah. that new price tag. Like, but I, but I look at that versus I've seen households that make significantly less than me, but they have a new car every year.
1: Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: it's like what? Okay. And, and so, I what I I really liked the 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 way that Aaron Clary phrased this. He's like, you know, we all go through economic hard times at 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 one point or another in our life. But I thought the goal was to like want to get out of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, not forever. Live in it. Be in this state. Yeah, and and so, to me, it's like that's the progression that that you have to trend towards. Is like, well, okay, I'm I struggle now, but I make the right decisions to not struggle then. But if your whole life you struggle, yeah, that, that's a, that's a failed endeavor, in my opinion, because it's like, well. You, you know what you have to do and you know this doesn't work year to year, you know this doesn't work. So planning, planning and and making better choices and sacrificing and making choices you don't want to make, you know because yeah, sacrifice there, that's yeah. the key. There's things you know like no, you can't go to the steakhouse that everyone is going to you know you you can't go out tea period this year. you can't go out and party this year. You're on a budget. You can't. You better make those shoes last. You better make your outfits last. But the wife wants that stuff. And, and well, that's that's the thing. Like, well, then at that point, ain't nobody to blame but yourself. Or listen to Sienna <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Dan, a victim. Don Lemon will get you through it. I'm oppressed. <laughs> They're right.
0: <laughs>
1: pay my pay my student loan debt.
0: Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.